0: Seeing yeah. that these social posts actually count to Google. Some people say, no, it doesn't count. It does. Like don't, yeah. don't let people say it does not Welcome to Unmiss, your go-to
1: digital marketing hub. I'm Anatoly Litovsky, here with expert tips and exclusive chats to boost your online game. Let's get started. Hello, good people, welcome to our show. Hello, bad people, welcome to our show. Hello guys, welcome. Today we are going to discuss about ACO, about very important algorithm. I don't know direct or indirect. We will ask about that Joseph, but it's very important. Doesn't matter It's direct or indirect. The impact is phenomenal, especially for some niches like finance, like health, but I think it backs everywhere. So we are going to discuss about EEAT, and today we are going to add one more E, engagement to this abbreviation. And yeah, I stole this idea from Joseph Kahn. How are you?
0: Hey, how's it going? I love your background and your videos
1: always. I'm always like, ah, I love being on the show. (laughs) Oh nice nice Al- always a big pleasure to see you i love to learn you're so kind to share this valuable insights i know you're super active everywhere twitter linkedin you love to share value so Guys, I recommend to anyone to follow Joseph on LinkedIn or Twitter in your loving platform. Just follow because you can learn a lot more. Joseph, you spoke many times in my podcast. I appreciate mm-hmm. your attention. I love your value. So, so I'm, I'm ready to invite you at any time to learn more because uh, knowledge is fuel of my business. I need to update what I have. And if something works today, it doesn't mean that I can get great results yeah. tomorrow. So I love Absolutely. to learn to update. Joseph, before we Start. Just tell more about yourself, experience, background. Remind uh, about your experience to new listeners who might not know you.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, if you see my finger right there, uh, you see this little Bugs Bunny right here. Yeah. Um, we actually are the SEO, digital marketers, e-commerce managers. We integrate Woo, uh, Salesforce with WooCommerce, with you know, and build out e-commerce stores for Warner Brothers, Chuck Jones. Uh, we're we're the exclusive uh, digital marketing agency. Runs uh, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, you know Road Runner, those kinds of characters, and so we rank for now 38. We started when when I started teaching, we were at about seven thousand top ranked keywords. But today, I just double checked. We're around thirty eight thousand top ranked, high volume, high track, high traffic keywords using using triple E. Triple E, that's what we use. Triple E, and we'll talk about that today, but. Um, but mainly, I mean, imagine engaging with Roadrunner or engaging with uh, Daffy Duck. You know, that that actually increases the sales. So um, this engagement works. But um, so I've been doing this for uh, quite a quite a long time. I used to coach the grandson of the artist, uh, Chuck Jones. And so um, I used to be the CIO, CTO for John C. Maxwell. Um, he's a leadership guru. Some of you know him. And I was a Microsoft consultant developer since 1997 um the first web page i created was in 1994 so i've been doing this quite so t- we're going into 2024 that's 30 years of internet marketing experience um, that i have and actually worked for microsoft ibm deloitte cox communications won an award for them um so done a lot of high dollar our company did fastest fortune fastest 500 growing status so you know we, we've we've done a lot um but my interest is in the the operation side the tech side the getting my my fingers dirty and getting into the code and getting into the seo and getting into the research and getting into all that stuff and i love sharing it so that's where i'm at nice nice
1: joseph i'm curious uh, about cooperating with big companies like uh, microsoft uh, many others i think uh, these companies have extended teams, uh, a lot of departments, uh, good people on their teams. So you need to provide something new and valuable to them to cooperate with experts like you. And uh, I I know some people who uh, cooperated with Google to help to craft uh, storytelling style. So Google have uh, plus 100 Thousand employees, many of them are great marketers. I think most of them are great marketers. Oh yeah, like Google. Yeah, yeah, and Google is still looking for someone who can uh, improve their content. Um, And uh, I'm interested about your experience. Can you tell how to cooperate with big companies and what kind of value can you give them more than their employees? Well,
0: the the cool thing is,
1: um, a lot of big companies don't know the marketing tactics that we.
0: The things that that we're on we're we're literally battlefront you know on the ground learning and doing and working with people like and working with different people and the google people and learning and learning and learning but guess what big companies like microsoft big companies like ibm big companies like deloitte or whatever their their employees aren't doing that research They're they're just getting paid a salary. They have no other motivation than to just do the work. That's not you if you're listening to this call. So if you're listening to this call, guess what? You have a competitive advantage and that is that you aren't big corporate. And so you can come in and they wanna listen to you because you are what you call a subject matter expert. So the consultants become subject matter experts and the fact that you are on the ground level and can speak, all you gotta do is just speak numbers That's all they care about is numbers, meaning if you can translate what you do, your SEO, your work. That's why when we do our keyword research uh, uh, sheets, we use the CPC data along with the keyword research. So when we give that to the big corporate clients, we go, this is worth $74,000 in traffic if you paid for it. Okay. That's how we translate SEO, meaning we're going to work on this for six months, but it's going to save your company $300,000 in advertising alone so when you talk numbers and they're gonna go well my employees don't know how to do that and they don't because they're waiting on corporate to tell them to do it they're waiting on corporate to tell them to learn or tell them to train they're not taking it on their own to do it they're not being self-motivated they're not being proactive you're listening to this you're proactive you're self-motivated and guess what you can go to these big companies And initiate calls, that's for a whole nother call, but you could initiate conversation, especially LinkedIn. I know, I know that's your thing on LinkedIn initiate this, but basically you want to talk numbers. Let's talk numbers. Let's not talk anything else other than where's your problem? Where's your challenges? But let's put it in a number return format. Meaning if you're talking to corporations, they talk numbers. That's all. It's math. You either have an emotional problem or a mathematic problem. You know what I mean? Like, so if you got a math problem, I'm not getting enough traffic, I'm not getting enough analysis, I'm not getting enough engagement, I'm not getting enough, that's a math problem, okay? And so you go to them and say, look, I can fix this. I can use AI, I can use SEO, I can use Facebook advertising, I can use to increase that traffic flow that you need. And the company is gonna be freaking out. They're gonna first go to their employee and say, can you do this? And their employee is gonna go, I wish. You know, because they just getting trained by corporation. They're not. The corporations do not train you deep. They train you shallow. So everybody on the Microsoft SEO team is probably fairly shallow. And now somebody on Microsoft list is going to come at me, but that's fine. That's fine. I used to be a Microsoft employee, so that's fine. I understand. But they're not going to be as deep as a self-motivated person trying to build business, trying to do what we're doing you have a competitive advantage and that's the fact that you can do these calls. You can learn this information. You can go to the next level. Hopefully that
1: helps. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I think Numbers. uh, numbers. Yeah. Everyone who can listen to this episode, you need to understand anything is possible. You can yes. cooperate with big companies. You can buy these companies if you work hard and change this wealth. You can do anything. Just believe in yourself and Correct. keep learning. <laughs> so, yes. yeah, Joseph, I I want to ask about uh, direct and indirect factors. Uh, for me, uh, let me share my personal uh, yeah. thoughts about that. I think I don't care a lot about it's direct or indirect. And here's why. is For example, if someone wants to lose weight, uh, I think direct factor is it's like to uh, eat healthy food, uh, to have yeah. some diets, uh, indirect factors uh, maybe uh, uh, drinking water, uh, go to gym, but it, uh, it's tough to get results without indirect factors and uh, once I watch interview with uh, uh, one great champion in MMA and she uh, shared her personal experience, how to lose weight. Uh, She tried a lot of things and for Mm -hmm. her it's important to be in good shape in the right way. Uh, So and she tried a lot and uh, failed with most I don't know case studies uh, my efforts. then she uh, started to drink a lot of water and she replied to anyone it's the best way to lose weight uh, water it's indirect factor you know uh, yeah. if you want to <laughs> lose weight <laughs> but uh, it helps a lot and she told if you drink water you can uh, get much better results than to take pay, uh, pills uh, shakes anything that billion dollar companies can sell to you uh, and you, you can have water like I have it. three liters a day it's enough for me <laughs> so uh, and uh, I want to ask about indirect factors in SEO why people uh, care a lot both direct, indirect. If indirect can help, if indirect can impact to your results, uh, do we need to get about that? Or your your thoughts about that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every single week, I get together with agencies, uh, seven-figure uh, SEO agencies. We get together. We have a mastermind club. We get together every single week, and we talk about this very thing. We talk about we measure everything we do, meaning F U, uh, and and and. And some of you may have heard these called signals. These are signals. Go- the Google algorithm—it's like 50 some odd things. If you remember, I memorized the algorithm. If you memorize it, it's easier to do Chat GPT, by the way. Um, but but the if, with the algorithm, this particular um, situation here is where it's called signals, and you want to make sure that you're. You're tracking them and engagement is a signal. Um, a share is a signal and, 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 and by the way, I'm going to say this as a disclaimer, um, SE journal, um, even John Mueller, even the Google page is not going to talk about what I'm talking about right now. Okay, So this is using SEO testing.com. It's using various AB split testing, tracking tools or whatever. And we track signals and a signal could be anything from a share. It could be a view, it could be a click, it could be um, uh, we generate lots of signals when we we publish a blog post and then go to our email CRM and then mail out hey go look at this and go comment whatever those signals get tracked and 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 we see an increase in rank very quickly in that blog post if we do a CRM article and it gets a click and engagement. And the more click and engagement that we run it down, if you go to my profile page on Facebook, we'll give that out maybe at the end. But if you go to my profile page, you'll see me running these multiple me, 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 me's. You see those me, 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 me's, all that kind of stuff. The reason why you do the me, 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 me's is because every me boosts that particular piece of content. Now, most people don't do it for the boost, but believe it or not, every me is a signal. And it's strong too, because think about it, Google wants the best content on ranking, okay? And right now they're not, they're not. That's why they're bringing AI in to to sift out, weed out the weeds, you know what I mean? So right now they're not the best. I like using SGE and Bing right now better than Google. I don't even use Google for searching anymore, okay? Now, until they fix it, but they're gonna fix it with AI, they're gonna fix it with these things. But the way you tell the robots that I'm important is if you have signals, and signals is basically your fans screaming. Have you ever seen those um, contests where they go, okay, we have this uh, battle of the bands, like music thing, and they judge the contest by the volume of the audience? They go, who likes band number one? And they hear the level of the scream. Who likes band number two? They hear the level of the scream. And who has the loudest screams wins the contest. That is what I'm talking about. Who has the most signals has the loudest screams. Signals equals screams. Point blank. So if you can make your content squeal, if you can make it scream, if you can make people comment and make people say something and make people even get angry. You see people posting angry stuff. They call them shit posts. You know, that's what they call them. That's the technical phrase, right? But the reason why they do that is because it gets engagement. Like if you post this, hey, would you date this lady? And she's like, you know, it's a good engagement. No, no, no. We no, 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 no. But that's making the content go up. That's making their authority go up because that's screaming louder, if that makes sense. So it's all about the scream. It's all about the squeal. And that is the E, the third E that Google's not telling you about. Um, They just kind of told you about the second but there is a third and they're tracking it in google analytics if you see google analytics you'll see an engagement score now on your tracking and what you're not seeing is your social engagement score but you can track that with google dashboards with other tools or with other things it's integrated with your facebook integrated with your tip twitter integrated with other things you can track your engagement you can track and improve it even because you're not improving it if you're not tracking it. Same for keywords, same for anything SEO. If you're not tracking it, it's not improving, point blank. Uh, it's not going to improve just by knowing it. It's only going to improve by doing something about it,
1: right? Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, you know, uh, you you like to predict uh, what kind of future yes. will be. And uh, yeah, I think engagement is very important metric uh, for social media. And yeah. uh, you want to add uh, to Google. Because uh, I see Google, uh, yeah, adopts something from social media that works well on social media. Um, And We've
0: even seen, believe it or not, Anatoly, we've even seen a LinkedIn post make a knowledge graph. Mm -hmm. A LinkedIn post, one of my partners was trying to get a knowledge Mm -hmm. graph, but the only reason why the knowledge graph was approved was because of a LinkedIn post. Mm -hmm. a linkedin post gave him the authority to get the knowledge graph so if you're not posting on linkedin properly that's like that was like a slippery like whoa like that was just a secret hidden thing that we didn't know about which is we knew all already that that social signals matter but matter enough to get a knowledge panel i mean come on like you have a great linkedin profile you know that could easily be transferred over to a knowledge panel in google and that will increase your google traffic just by doing that like that was just seeing yeah. that these social posts actually count to google some people say no it doesn't count it does like yeah. don't don't let people say it does <laughs> not
1: yeah nice uh joseph i i want to ask about the future of blogging you mentioned that you started yes. to use sga uh, or uh bing chat um, to ask these yeah. questions and i have similar experience i often ask some questions that i can't find answer on google for example When I decided to buy Tesla in uh, Florida, so I checked uh, can I use this um, driveless feature? After pilot in florida and i couldn't find the answer on google so i spent some time to research uh, i got a lot of great content but i don't need yeah. this content i don't need to know about tesla i don't need to know why electric cars this is uh, a specific
0: can, question yeah
1: yeah can save the world of course i know it's important but uh, i need an answer for simple question can i use this feature that's it and yeah. when i ask the same question on BART, I get the answer for a few seconds. And um, I, I disagree when someone can tell that uh, AI bots can't replace uh, Google, uh, Google search because of this experience. Uh, and uh, it's only beginning of chatbots' journey. Many things will happen next. That is why Google started to create this SGA uh, BART. Um, and I want to ask about blogging content. Uh, let me explain why. Because, you know, we use. Uh, blog content to generate traffic for many of my clients. And uh, many years ago, I ignored blog content, uh, but today blogs uh, acquire more traffic than any other channel. Uh, We add uh, uh, call to action to blog content, uh, to take uh, customers from sales funnel. But I'm not sure about the future. You mentioned that you started to use SGA. Uh, I started to use uh, chatbots and speak (laughs) with... This uh, tool more often than with my wife. I think uh, it's important to consider that future will be different. So yeah. I want to ask your prediction about blogging content. <laughs> it's bad news. It's
0: bad news. Blogging content is going to be bad news next year. Uh, I, I and it's not my fault. <laughs> so don't shoot the messenger. Okay, but but blog content is not going to be as super powerful and relevant as it once was before because topical authority was built on the idea of, of authoritativeness which is built on the idea of prolificness which means you have a lot of content around the topic effort that's meaning all of the topical criteria of that that's what gives you authority meaning if you want to be an authority in seo and you have nothing about keyword research on your page You're not going to be a topical authority. You're not going to get that A and E unless you have it covered. I mean, you got to have everything covered. Um, So uh, blogging in the future. The problem is, is blogging was for add-on. It's for topical. It's to get that more content. It's to hit another angle. It's to do that kind of stuff. It's going to change a little bit in that it's not going to be relevant just to do what is all the other competitors doing? Let me create content. That's like the SEO that's like all the writers out there they're basically taking a keyword and then they're saying all the top 10 competition have all these write something similar or whatever what i'm going to say is what we're doing now what we're training starting next week in fact our first class is on SEO for AI meaning that right now with with Bard we've been playing with Gemini we've been playing you know with Again, we don't even use Google to do research now. We use Bing. Um, but the reason, and here's the thing, people go, well, uh, are we going to, do we still need to do SEO? Yes, because you're writing for the robots. And what the robots are looking for is the new EAT algorithm. Okay, the E algorithm, they've been trying to get transferred over from Panda and Bird and all this kind of stuff over to EAT because EAT is the AI algorithm. That's why right now, shared on Facebook, we're going straight up. Because the reason why our traffic is going straight up is because we're using the AI algorithm, which is using Eat. And what that means is, is that E is basically or what the new um idea is, is that we're writing for the robot to deliver the best result to the question. Here's how to easily make that work. And you've we've seen this like probably six, no, last year, two or three years ago, um, Answer, answer the public or, you know, that question thing came out and then Neil Patel bought it. Um, but it basically was all the questions you can see to the bottom of Google and even in the middle questions people ask about that particular topic. Right. You know what I'm talking about. Right. The questions people ask. That data is where you want to now focus your blogs, not focus your blogs on SEO with the competition, but answer the questions. You want to write to the questions that people are actually looking for because when they type those in, the robot's going to be looking for the best answer to the question, not the best article based on the keyword. That's the difference. And that's going to make a huge change. People writing blogs based on keywords, people writing blogs based on keywords is going to fail next year or coming when SGE comes in, when all that comes in, because the robot is doing the work. How many times have you typed in a keyword research and then? you had to go to page three or four to find the right article. That's frustrating. That makes me not want to use Google. But guess what AI can do? Can go through all 30 and then deliver the best result for me Where save me time. That's what AI is for, is to save the end user time. So us, we're on the back end. We're playing the game on the back end, right? We have to go, well, how can we save the end user time? How can we answer that question the best possible way? Guess what? The most engaging content's gonna win. The robot's looking for who answered this question the best. And that's why when we add the extra signals to it, the robot's gonna see that signals and go, everybody likes this one better than this one. I'm gonna deliver that because every question that you ask the AI bot, it gives you the resources of where it got the answer. It can't take credit legally for your work, okay? So when it comes up with the answer to the end user, it's gonna say, I got this answer from miss.com. I got this answer from josephscon.com It's gonna say that. And then it's gonna go one, two, three. It's gonna give it in order of what was the best result that it found. Now, not the top 20. You could have been number 18 and could have been number one answer to AI bot. Think about that, y'all. You could have been number 18 on the keyword SERP, okay? But the AI bot delivered you number one to the question that was asked. Now, that technically makes you number one, right? If the AI bot saying you're number one. But see, the AI bot didn't go, who's got the best SEO? The AI bot said, who had the best answer to this question? That's where 2024 is going. Hopefully that
1: helps. (laughs) Yeah, nice, nice. I think uh, content creators can adapt. And for example, lots of opportunity for content
0: creators, like the opportunity, it didn't go away. It just got more. It just got better. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, SEO is great for 2024. It's not bad. It's great. It's just
1: reshifting. Of course, content creators yeah. will miss the time when they complain about feature <laughs> snippets, you know, because feature snippets at least link to our yeah. content. <laughs> but yeah. but bots just still rewrite to show uh, to reply to questions much faster, and nobody knows who is the yeah. author of this. Just content. make sure your
0: content answering the questions, answering questions and ask that's the beautiful thing. That's why we're teaching AI, because AI will give you every question you need to ask because the bots are doing the research. You can use the bots to get the question and then do the work. And then like literally the bot will tell you what it needs and then you can put it into practice and then it can confirm that. Yeah, you got it right. That's the beautiful thing is it's testable, it's doable and it's
1: repeatable. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I I, I don't want to discourage someone who likes to write. Uh, For example, uh, many big publications like uh, New York Times, Forbes uh, and all these big resources appealed before digital. So they adapted to digital. They will adapt to, uh, I think, chatbots and uh, people want to open these resources because of trust, authority, experience. And it's not only about SEO traffic. You can get direct traffic, you can use digital marketing. If you are great with that, you can create brand awareness and don't care a lot about traffic. But uh, yeah, I think we need to adapt to whatever future will bring. But if you have experience to write great blog posts, if you know how to create high-quality content, you can adapt to any digital marketing channel. It doesn't matter. So uh, use the Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. you can blogging
0: can be monetized in many different ways other than SEO. SEO is just one option of of monetization for blog that may not be as big of an opportunity next year. But I believe you can still hit that opportunity with blogging if you just revamp your template meaning make your blogging template about answering the questions of the market and the robot, not about, unless again, you can monetize your blog because a lot of people are now selling memberships to their great content. You're talking about great content like the New York Times or like anybody, you gotta pay $9 a month to get their blogging content. You know what I mean? You don't get it for free. And so if you got great content, you don't wanna write for the search engines, you wanna write for the reader, charge a monthly subscription. Okay, that's how you get paid if you have great content. If you're writing for the search engines, That's not going to happen anymore. You got to start writing for the end user. And that's where we use ChatGPT. Give me all of the topics, ideas that fill in the blank end user, uh, game enthusiast, homeowner, you know, looking for an HVAC, whatever you want to put. Give me what people are looking for that I need to write that's number one top priority. And guess what? It'll spit out. Here's the number one question. Here's the number one thing. It'll tell you what to write. ChatGPT will give you the cheat codes, just ask it what to write on your next blog entry. Don't just go, I'm going to just blog and then use Surfer. Or use We use those tools, but don't use that to give you the content. You come up with the outline built on questions that SGE is going to deliver to the answers. If you do it that way, just restructure it where you're not writing a uh, paragraph, 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 you know, and you are you just got first paragraph, this keyword, this paragraph, you know, and you're using LSI and NLP and all that kind of stuff. All that's fine. If you're a nerd and you really want to get into that, that's fine. But you got to answer the questions. That's make sure your content is question, 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 answer, question, answer, question. Answer. And you're not doing it for schema anymore because that was mm-hmm. frustrating. Like yeah. writing the QA schema and the fact schema and all that kind of stuff that uh, you can put that in there, but the robot is now got the content for eat, and so it'll know that you covered the question well, even if you didn't use schema. Yeah, nice,
1: nice. Joseph, I want to ask more about engagement yeah. content. You mentioned a few times engagement yes. content. I know high quality content, I know valuable content. I know, funny content, but what about engagement content? Can you explain what it means and how to create engagement content?
0: Yeah, so see, the only difference, like what engaging is, okay, is uh, it's a little bit different than like the bounce rate and, you know, impressions and like stick rate. You've heard of stick rate, that kind of thing. Engagement is literally the other person on the other line taking action at some level. Meaning clicking something. That brought them in, asking them a question, and they said, Yeah, like a survey participation or click this, yes, no, any of that's engagement. Even watching a video is the click of a play button. Okay. So any activity, uh click and drop downs of your um your your pay title, you know, table of contents, you know, those, those engaging, anything that causes the user, even a swipe of an image to make it this way or you know, to play a video or to drop down an FAQ or any of that kind of stuff is engagement. Asking a question. Do you believe in this? Give me a response. Do you like asking the end user? You're literally trying to make conversation in a digital way. And that's why social media is easy to measure engagement. But we have, you can enable comments. You can have, again, clickable stuff. Every page that we write now, and again, this is great for the listeners, if you're bloggers if you're content creators or whatever you can easily go get a table a, a table of content or an FAQ plugin or something that will go on your pages that will create some engagement and all that is is getting the end user to get their mouse onto your page and click something you know what i mean and if they're clicking something google's also tracking that if you have the tracking code on on your webpage so they see oh this person's engaging and this content and engaging takes is up a higher level than reading reading we don't know what somebody's doing now scrolling is also engaging okay moving your mouse and hovering over like you know the whole heat maps and stuff like that that will show you where people are engaging your page um so you want to see that we review that all the time and it's so sad how many people spend hours on their day researching Roadrunner, Bugs Bunny, stuff like that. We're like, they're wasting so much time on our website. It's hilarious because we have all the cartoons. So we're like Netflix. We're like, are y'all going to do something and buy a product or just read? Like people will just be on for hours scrolling and reading all the characters and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, And CTA is important. You said CTA, call to action, meaning we got to pop up something and engage them. We know they're reading. We see their eyeballs. We see they're looking at the graphics. We see they're scrolling. But you have to interrupt that with a timed interstitial that says, hey, they were on for five minutes. Let's give them an offer to join our club. You know what I mean? And then if they join the club, guess what that is? More engagement, meaning you popped up a pop-up. If they closed it, that's engagement. If they typed in and click submit, that's engagement, meaning anything you get them to do on your page, Counts as engagement, and Google's tracking it. Um, we can't confirm yeah. that without a shadow of a doubt, but we're this is an underground call right now. <laughs> I'm kidding,
1: um, yeah. <laughs> but
0: but you know we're
1: testing it, and it it seems to be accurate. Uh, sometimes even if Google denies, it doesn't mean uh, it's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember the story with Ren Fisher yeah. when he uh, shared. I think he was first who shared that click yeah. rate can impact. uh, results then gary illis replied no don't believe to this nonsense then in the court uh, when uh, some documents were unhided uh, and we found this information so yeah it's better to test what uh, can work in your specific case because it, it depends you know if you believe it works i think yeah we need to spend some time resources to do it and
0: and it could you know, be niche specific, specific meaning because you know we're cartoon characters. Engagement. Some niches may require more engagement. You know, some yeah. niches are n- not very much engaged. You see, you know, like like auto parts or something. I don't know. I think auto parts probably would be engaging, but you know, there could be niches that doesn't have as much.
1: You know, you yeah. Know. And uh, Google is going to j-
0: judge based
1: on that. Yeah. And for me, engagement content is related to non boring content because you you, right. you can create exactly. The most valuable content, uh, real valuable content. But people, users, if you can win them in the beginning, if you can retain until the end, yep. f- bounce fast. They don't care if it's valuable because nobody can uh, consume boring content. Even in business right. niche, you can you you can uh, to your storytelling style to hook attention in the beginning and many great books about that like joe sugarman wrote a great book how to retain users until the end that was yeah. written even before digital so yeah you can learn from such books uh, because uh, uh joe sugarman shared uh, how to win people not algorithms and uh, today I think it's more important to win people because all algorithms created for people, you know. Right. So, yeah, uh, we can't recognize these algorithms. It's almost impossible. Even yeah. people in Google, I checked a few yeah. studies, can't understand how AI can uh, divide or choose the top results. So, because plus thousand algorithms are there, not like two hundred. That was before. <laughs> Actually,
0: there's only 55 in the chat GPT AI um, algorithm Boolean algorithm that makes decisions. Mm-hmm. There's only 55. And mm-hmm. you can memorize those. And it's like, uh, you know, people who do Rubik's Cubes really fast, I'm one of those people. But it's all because you just memorize the algorithm. Like, it's if you can memorize stuff, like your times table or whatever, if you can memorize stuff. You can memorize the algorithm. If you memorize the algorithm, it makes it super fast and easy to go. What's they thinking about this? What are they thinking about this? What are they thinking about this? What do you think If you want to be a prompt prompt engineer, learning the fifty five Chat GPT algorithms, you will be able to. What about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? Meaning, that you will understand what they look what what the engine is doing, and it's basically just mathematic problems. It's probabilities. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And and I always say you want to, especially when it comes to the AI, they're keeping score. It's like a game. Think of it like a game. And you're trying to fill up these, these jars of liquid, you know what I mean? And the bigger jars of liquid, the more power you have, right? So in engagement and in, in peppering throughout the E algorithm, that kind of stuff is just building these jars. And when those jars are full, that's why you go, how come Neil Patel can just rot something and go to number one tomorrow? Because his jars are full. Yeah. Now, also I wanted to say this too, Anatoly, is that, that this is no different than the olden days in that we are, um, we need to write for the end user. We need to focus on quality content. Content is king and has always been king. So Google is now just trying to make us make better content, make more engaging content, make content people actually use, make content that actually answer questions. That's all Google is trying to do is get us out of the spammer, gamer, you know, that kind of world and actually start creating quality content. So the more quality, we're going to meet all of the algorithm just by having the best options available. And that's answering the questions of the end user, because guess what it's called? Search engine. People are searching and guess what? They're asking it questions. They're searching, they're looking, they're not, they're asking it to give them something. So, So a chat environment makes more sense than just a regular keyword environment. Like this is an upgrade. This is not a downgrade. This is not going backwards. This is going forwards. Okay, so as SEOs, we have to be forward momentum thinking also um, in that we're just making, we're just doing what Google's been wanting us to do all along. Make it more engaging. Make it answer the questions. Make it give the searcher what they're looking for. That's all we're doing.
1: Yeah, nice, nice. Love it, love it. Uh, You know, I think that... I'm in the second stage of innovations because Mark Zuckerberg yeah. can be in the first, uh, Sergey Brin, Sam Altman, who can change the world with these oh, yeah. innovations. We are on the second wave. Uh, but I found if you don't adapt fast, someone can replace you. So I usually do it much faster, test things. Uh, I don't take all things because uh, if I think it can take so much time and I'm, I'm not sure about the future I can skip it but I usually check what can actually work for me uh, oh, yeah. according to my strong side and I want to ask about things that you are going to change for example uh, let me share two things that I'm going to change for example yeah. we we started to write less blog posts we wrote before a lot we spent so much time we hired a lot of team who wrote blog posts and keep doing Ah, I I lost connection a little bit. Uh, And uh, so we decreased our time, resources to write blog posts, still doing, but less. Uh, And today we pay more attention to create simple tools. We create simple tools for trading, investing niches, calculators, converters. And these tools get a lot of traffic. And uh, I'm not sure that this uh, chatbots can replace these tools, user friendly. and uh, uh we even use uh api from chatgpt to develop these tools to get much accurate better results so our goal is to switch attention from uh writing blog posts to develop tools and the second uh to film videos we started to film videos you know uh, to create uh, short content uh for shorts tiktok so let us know what you change, you know, uh, for example, you used a lot, but decided to switch attention to something else.
0: Yeah, so in exactly what you're talking about, remember the engagement, the reels, TikTok, video, um, you know, uh, even podcasts, uh, we've added those more of those elements than before, meaning mostly it was all text and writing and you know, using neuron writer style just to spit out content, spit out content, spit out content. Um, topical authority now is built on all the platforms. It used to be kind of just your platform or your website. Now topical authority includes YouTube, and that's huge. You you got a big YouTube channel, um, YouTube, because now the top when Google's building their database, that's that whole entity connection. You know, the entity the eat. Um, It's building your prolific database and that podcast, that YouTube video. So what I'm changing, more video, more, more podcast shows, you know, like next year I plan, I want to be on a podcast a week. Like that's my new, new goal is a podcast a week. Like I want to just find all the podcasts and make sure that I'm creating that podcast content that has my name attached to it. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's kind of how you go do it. So that's a little change. And then we're gonna focus a little bit more on um, everyday and social media, post topical videos that relates to our thing. And it may look like, you know, in the beginning when you do that, you're not gonna get very much engagement because of the Facebook algorithm,
1: but we're not doing this
0: for Facebook, okay? Keep in mind, we're doing this for Google, even though we're doing it on Facebook, we're doing it on Twitter, we're doing it on YouTube, but we're doing it for Google because Google sees all those things. They connect it to you as an entity. And if that question comes up and you answered the video, answered it in video, you answered it on YouTube, you answered it on Facebook, you answered the question and the in all of the topical authority, remember, eat authoritativeness, you answered the question on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on YouTube or whatever, and on your blog, guess who the robot's going to pick to answer the question? You, me, because I got the video, I got the article, I got the Facebook engagement on the same question the same topic or whatever so the key here that i'm doing is put together here's my niche here's my my viewer here's here's my person that i need to connect with what are all their questions that's what i'm starting with in 2024 um what are all their questions and there's a great book if you go to amazon seo in 2024 i'm on that book with a hundred other people um i don't i know you've interviewed a lot of the people that's on that book if you amazon I talk about exactly what
1: I just said. Nice. On nice. my chapter in that book. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'll add uh, the link to this book in the description below. And, uh, you know, I often speak with my son. Uh, and when I ask him to to use Google, he always uses TikTok. He doesn't know a lot about <laughs> Google. <laughs> so he searches all content on TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I want to say about opportunities. Uh, for example, he created uh, own channel. Is 13 years old, without any experience, without wow, knowing marketing, without almost nothing. But today his videos get plus thousand views. You know? Wow! Uh, yeah, and he yeah. films. Uh, he films uh shots YouTube shorts. Uh He started yeah. to film for TikTok as well, and um, he got a lot of views. And I was surprised. For me, too tough to get this traffic. It's really tough to get traffic because I create business content, but If you create some content for your audience and he has audience like uh, in his age uh, and uh, students and uh, he got a lot of views so he he can understand naturally this audience, he can understand what people want to consume. I can't create such content because I don't know what people... Need, but he can create for his audience and get some videos, uh, 10,000 views uh, without any paid marketing, without any promotional methods, just to create content, submit. And he created to come from with zero subscribers, zero wow. followers, and it works well. So a lot of opportunities in short, just spend oh, yeah. time to learn. You can win. And I think short video content like Facebook Reels, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube Shorts give a lot of opportunities today if you win today then will be much simpler uh tomorrow when uh these channels were uh, will be overwhelmed like any other yeah. channel like paid marketing today yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. And, and that's so the, good
0: for, for your son or whatever for anybody doing that make sure you build a funnel like make yeah. sure if you're driving traffic send those people and capture their email and then create a thread and create communication and that kind of stuff. make sure you have a funnel if you're driving traffic, just driving traffic, you know. Of course, sure. of course.
1: Yeah, yeah. emails are a powerful tool. And just yes. my, my final question about your experience. I asked this question before, but uh, still want to know uh, how to learn from scratch because uh, it can help founders of companies who are looking for ways how to get traffic. It can help students who are looking for ways how to to learn from scratch, especially today when we have AI, when things are going fast. So, what will you do today if you started from scratch?
0: If I started from scratch, and now this is the craziest answer because um, I'm 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 an addict. I'm addicted to ChatGPT. I'm addicted to it. Like literally, if I was starting anything, doctor, dentist, lawyer, pilot, doesn't matter what I would do. I'm using ChatGPT. I'm going right to ChatGPT and saying I want to learn about SEO. What are the things, what's the top priority I need to know right now? And literally, if I, I ask that question on a regular basis, and it gives me exactly what I, as a well-seasoned SEO pro, it gets the right answers. Chat GPT gets the right answers, meaning I want to create a course on SEO. I go to Chat GPT first and say, hey, can you kind of just make sure that I got my outline correct? I want to... I'm teaching a course on how to learn SEO for beginners. And it literally tells you, go here, watch this video, do this video, do this video, do. and it gives you the plan of action. I want to spend two hours a day for the next 52 weeks learning SEO. Give me the game plan. It will give you a two hour a day game plan that you do every single day for two hours to be an SEO pro in a year. You could say 90 days, two months, one week. When I said one week, I have to study eight hours a day for an entire seven days. And I can be a pro at SEO if I do that. Like literally it will tell you what to do, how to do it, who to watch, whatever. You um, you know, you want to, And And look, as a trainer, I'm trying to train the robots with my content to answer that question with me as the answer. I'm looking to learn SEO. How do I do that? I want the robots to use me as the answer. You know what I'm saying? So I need to create content yeah. that answers that better than anybody on the web, and it don't matter if I'm competing against Neil Patel. If the robots think I'm better and I have more authority on that question, I'm going to get chosen.
1: Nice, nice, love it, love it. So valuable, Joseph. It's a big pleasure to get in my show. I love learning from you. You're so kind to share this valuable bombs. So yeah, welcome back anytime to share. So much fun. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So let us know how to uh, keep following you, how to learn from you, how to reach out to you?
0: (laughs) It's super easy. We have a lot of stuff going on, but you can get on my personal list just by using my name, JosephSCon.com. It'll give you a free kind of harmonic checklist that we kind of use to grow our stuff in the Chuck Jones business or whatever. You'll get that for free, but you'll be on my list of different courses or different things that we have coming on. We have a new chat GPT for SEO coming out um, next week. so. If you get on my list, you are, um you'll you'll get notification of everything that I generally do, and you'll get you'll learn about my socials and stuff like that. If you want to chat online, josephscon.com is the best place to reach me.
1: Nice, nice guys. You can uh, search on Google. You can use links in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Unmiss. Enjoyed the show? Drop us a review on your favorite platform and help us spread the digital marketing wisdom. See you next episode.